me echo what uh, Wade shared on behalf of the elders and um, communicate my love and appreciation to David and Kira, to Tyler and Tucker and Emmy. Um, we love and appreciate you a great deal. And I know that you will continue to follow, very passionately follow uh, the Lord and serve him and serve and love your neighbor as yourself. You are great examples of just that. And I appreciate that. I know that the Lord will bless you in this next chapter that you begin writing. We live in difficult times. Aren't you glad I told you that because you were 100% unaware, right? Wow, this is going to be a great sermon, Bill, telling me lots of things that I never even considered. Um, It is simply the truth. And for us to not acknowledge that would be uh, unfaithful, I believe, um, because of of the novel coronavirus and uh, the health scares and the difficulties and the uh, illness and death and um, unemployment and anxiety uh, and uh, difficulties that it has brought us in this country and um, in this church and in this community and around the world. Uh, We live in difficult times. Uh, The racial issues that we continue to struggle with as communities and as uh, individuals and as a nation, uh, the protests uh, that we see. And I have uh, more good news for you. It's an election year, in case you didn't realize that. Um, And so uh, this is not going to go away. And we appreciate the calls for... Uh, justice for all as our nation was built upon and we appreciate the sacrifices of those uh, who lead us and who seek uh, to bring about that justice and who seek to protect us and to serve us and enforce uh, the laws of this land in very dangerous times and so they are worthy all of our prayers we live in difficult times And in speaking of difficult times, um, Jesus told his disciples uh, this simple statement, I've got this. I've got this. Now, he didn't use those exact words, uh, but that was his message. His message to his disciples when things were about to get very, very hard for them and very, very bad for them. His message to them and his message to us today is, I've got this. I've got this. We acknowledge the difficulty of the times. Again, there's no reason to to, uh, hide from that or to deny it. But in the midst of that, we believe what we sang about earlier, what one of the scriptures on your outline says from 1 John chapter 5, faith is the victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Uh, Not that our political uh, party is in power, not that our candidate wins, um, not even important things uh, that uh, affect us in a really direct way, such as our own livelihood and our own uh, health. Um, those, Those things are wonderful, but they don't bring about the victory. As Wade shared and as we have sung today, as Michael shared, as we gathered around 
the table. There's only one thing that does that, and that is faith in Jesus Christ. Because as he told his disciples, he tells us today, I've got this. I've got this. And so this morning I wanted to share a few thoughts from one verse of Scripture from John chapter 16, verse 33. A while back, our ministers, as we met together every week with our staff, uh, shared, uh, in fact, all of our staff shared uh, a verse of Scripture or a passage of Scripture that had come to mean a a lot to them. Uh, Perhaps it was something from their past. Perhaps, like me, it was a mission statement from Colossians 1, uh, verses 28 and 29. Perhaps it was just something that was helping them through a difficult time uh, right now. And our children's minister, Donnie Cook, whose father and mother are very much in our prayers right now and all their family as Jean struggles to recover from a stroke, as Wade mentioned. Uh, Donnie shared this scripture that we're looking at today. And it's John 16, verse 33. I have told you these things, Jesus said, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. What Jesus is saying there is, I've got this. I've got this. It looks really hard. It looks really bad. And throughout that whole section of John, starting with washing the disciples' feet in John 13, and ending with that incredible high priestly prayer, In John 17, Jesus told them time and time and time again, it's going to be really hard for you. And he had said that throughout his ministry. But what he told them and what he tells us today is, I've got this. It may not look exactly like you think it ought to look, but I've got this. There may be some times of difficulty, will be some times of difficulty, but I've got this. Faith is the victory, but it is faith in Jesus Christ. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So breaking this statement up in four sentences... First of all, in Jesus and only in Jesus can we have peace. If we're looking for it through some other means, it is not going to happen. It is not going to happen. Political leaders disappoint us. Nation and their governments disappoint us. Family members disappoint us. Churches, church leaders disappoint us. Preachers disappoint us, or so I've heard. We experience disappointment at every level, and if that's where we're looking to find our peace, we'll not find it. We may find it at times, or we may find it for a while, but it will never be the lasting peace for which we seek. It will never be the lasting peace that our Lord created us to experience. Because in Jesus and only in Jesus can we have peace. This is how he put it. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. 
And there are several other scriptures on your outline, and that's on our website. If you're watching online, thank you and welcome. And, and uh, I hope that you're able to see those, um, that's, that sermon outline and those scriptures at our website. And, and several of those passages are from the Gospel of John. J- Jesus saying, In John 14, verse 27, my peace I give you, I don't give it to you like the world gives it to you. Because the only kind of peace that that the world can offer is the kind of peace we feel when everything is going well. When the doctor's report is favorable, when the money is in the bank, when our loved ones are well, when the job is going good, when we have plenty of friends, that's the only kind of peace the world can give. The reality is those things aren't always present. And if that's where we find our peace, again, at times, it'll be great. At other times, it'll be hard and impossible. Jesus said, I don't give you peace the way the world gives you peace. In Jesus and only in Jesus can we have peace. I have told you these things so that in me you might have peace. In John 14, he reminded us that he's preparing a place for us. And so, yes, as we'll see later at the end of our service, this world is not my home. It's not our forever home. And that's the message that Jesus wants us to get. But the message is also, it is our home for now. And we care about it. And we do try to make it a better place as best we can. By loving and serving God and loving our neighbor as ourselves. In Jesus and only in Jesus can we have peace. Secondly today, that peace comes through his word. That peace comes through his word. Maybe not a very popular statement today because truth and the word of God and the Bible is seemingly not so much in demand, but I'm not even sure that I believe that. Because it's kind of that supply and demand thing. It's in low supply. Someone to share the word of God, someone to stand by the word of God, someone to acknowledge that the peace that only Jesus brings comes through his word. This is how he puts it. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. This is why he told us those things. This is why he gave us his word, because that's how that peace will come. In John 8, he said, if you, if you don't believe in me, then you've lost all hope. If you don't hold on to my word, then you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And in John 14, he, he says over and over and over again, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And so it's not a question of, well, let's accept his word or let's love our love others, but we can't do both. That is not what Jesus came to say. He came full of grace and truth. He came revealing God's love and revealing God's word, and he called on us to live according to both. 
In his high priestly prayer in John 17, he prayed to the Father, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. And if we're looking for peace somewhere else, there are going to be times when we can find it and everything is glorious. And then there's going to be times when we can't find it. Because God's word is what is constant. In Jesus and only in Jesus can we have peace. And that peace comes through his word. Thirdly today, experiencing trouble in this world should not surprise us. I've said that before, and yet it, it, we need to be reminded again. Jesus' words in John 16, verse 33, In this world you will have trouble. You will have trouble in this world. Because the values that Christ brought, the values of the cross, are different than the values of the world. And so they go like this at times, not all the time, but sometimes. And when they do, we have trouble because we have to choose. We have to decide, will we live by the world's values or will we live by the values of the cross? Will we live according to what we want and and like or will we live according to his word? Because that peace comes through his word and it only comes in Jesus Christ. And when we experience trouble in this world because of that, it should not surprise us. In this world, you will have trouble. And so Psalm 55 that Danny read from as we began, probably written 3,000 or so years ago, acknowledges that in this world we have trouble. And we go to God and the comfort that that psalm brings is, is that God cares for us. And he will take care of us. Again, throughout those last, uh, those, that section of John, starting in chapter 14 and ending with his prayer, he reminds us over and over again that it's going to be hard for you. And, and Jesus says, look, it was hard for me. How can you expect it to be any different for you if you're my disciple?" People, he said, will beat you and imprison you and even kill you thinking they are offering service to God, thinking they are doing what's right, thinking they are making the world better. Experiencing trouble in this world should not surprise us. In this world, he says, you will have trouble. And experiencing difficulties in this world is what makes faith hard. (laughs) Anybody can believe and have faith when everything's going well. And it's obvious that God's taking care of me and he's, he's got my back and he's saying yes to all of my prayers. Anybody can have faith during those times. But experiencing difficulties in this world, which Jesus promised we would experience, that's what makes faith hard. That's what makes it hard. And in this country, in the United States, we Christians are used to typically having faith in less difficult circumstances. We've been very blessed overall. Hasn't been a perfect nation at all, by far. But overall, it has had some kind of respect and appreciation for Judeo-Christian values. Even though it's tried to live by that imperfectly, We have still seen that at its core. 
We're used to having faith, but not used to having faith in difficult circumstances, and that has changed. And it could continue to change more and more. For some in our nation, it's been that way the whole time. For most of us, not so much. And so again, where do we find our peace? We can only find it in Jesus. We can only find it in his word. And so experiencing trouble in the world doesn't surprise us. The world is always going to be the world. And sometimes it's going to be the world in in ways that make our lives even more difficult and make faith harder. But it is precisely that situation in which Jesus speaks these words and in which the disciples in the New Testament times lived. We sometimes think that this world is just terrible and it's going down the toilet and and it's never ever been this bad before. (laughs) It's been worse than it is now in our nation's short history. But when you turn to when this book was written, when those words were spoken by Jesus... None of us would trade places with any of them because it was about to get horrible, horrible, just as Jesus said. In violent ways towards God's people like we have never experienced, like some experience even today around the world, but not typically here. Yet it is precisely in those times that Jesus speaks these words. I've told you these things so that in me you might have peace. In this world you will have trouble. Experiencing trouble in this world should not surprise us. But then the point that Jesus is making is the last thing we'll say. Jesus has overcome the world. But he's done it through the cross. And that did surprise everybody. Because that's not how you typically gain victory. In a war, you typically gain victory by overcoming the enemies. That's not how Jesus did it. And so his passage says, I have overcome the world. And how exactly did that happen? He announced it on the cross in John 19 when he said, it is finished. He announced it early in his ministry in John 3 when he said that God so loved the world that he gave. He sacrificed his own son so that people who have faith and trust in him could live and not die. He made us righteous when we were unrighteous. He took our stripes that were, we were deserving of and took them upon him Self. And so there is nothing that Satan can throw at us. There's nothing that the circumstances of this world can make us experience that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's that great passage that Michael reminded us of in Romans chapter 8. That we are more than conquerors, not because everything is always going our way or that everything is, is great in our lives from the way the world sees it. But we are more than conquerors through Christ. Who loved us and nothing and no one can take that away from us. Faith is the victory. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise. 
just to know, thus saith the Lord. Jesus has overcome the world through the cross. And so as we close today, God's got you. It's not just that that God's got this, although he does. But God's got you. Whatever is in your life right now, whatever is ahead for you, God's got you. He's got you. And he'll be with you through it all. And it's not a promise that says everything is going to go well. In fact, it's an acknowledgement that at times it won't go well. And yet the Lord says, I've got you. I've got this, the situation in my world, (laughs) and I've got you. And so this passage of scripture, one of the things I want us to leave here today with is that great statement from Jesus when he tells us in the midst of the difficulties, take heart. After announcing that in the world we'll always have trouble, after promising us that we can have peace through him, after describing to us that we can overcome the world because he has overcome the world, we are reminded that he calls us to take heart. Don't get lost in all the difficulties. Don't deny them. Acknowledge them. And try to help where you can. But don't let that identify you right now. Don't get lost in all of those things because there's plenty of evil on all sides. There's plenty of evil on all sides of the political scale, that's for sure. There's plenty of evil on all sides of the racial ethnic scale, that's for sure. Evil is everywhere. Why? Because it's the world. And in the world, you will have trouble. And yet Jesus has said, I am sending you into the world. (laughs) Just as the Father has sent me. And so he says, take heart, take heart. Don't give up. Don't stop doing good. Don't feel like that it's inevitable that this is never going to turn around. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but... God's got this and God's got you. And so we can take heart because whatever the future looks like, it doesn't change these words from John 16, verse 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. If you need help and encouragement or prayer today, come as we stand and sing our song together.